Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Bungo Stray Dogs because it's spooky. Yeah. It, eh. Very. I watched Marvel's Werewolf by Night last night and then read this. <laughs> and that it was made for an interesting double feature, I will say. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this was mainly just uh, we were talking about it at some point earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, this," because like, again, don't know what spooky manga I want to read. So instead, I was like, oh, "This man eating tiger, sure, yeah, that's spooky, right?" I uh, want to hear my nerd dad joke. Sure. What's James Bond's least favorite type of comic? What type of comic? Scary manga. <laughs> that's not funny if you've watched Man with a Golden Gun, but you'll get it. Yeah. But before that, we have Shonen Jump. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? I liked some. I, I, when I say I liked some, I really liked quite a lot. I, I really liked some, and I really didn't like a lot, is yeah. where I am on that. And then there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, I guess that was Shonen Manga. Yeah. That's the thing Utena Hikari sings about after Evangelion movies. Yeah, that's that's fair. You know, all right, there's sh- there's Shonen in here. Yeah, that... That is a good description. There's quite a few things I liked. A lot of like, okay. Yeah. And then a couple of, uh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Is I... maybe my favorite reaction to a manga. And I don't know that I had any of that. <laughs> uh, but we will start off with One Piece chapter 1062, Adventure in the Land of Science. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? Uh, One Piece continues to be great. I thought it was a bit of a downturn, but really? I do really like it. Gotcha. I love that Vegapunk is six Vegapunks, and one, one of them is girl, one of them is Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's really I, cool. Like, I mean, to be honest, it's Astro Boy, but yeah. Astro Boy, Mega Man is Astro Boy, is the secret. Yep. I do like when, uh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take them. Like, yeah, that's the Straw Hat Pirates, like, so they'll have a lot of money. It's like, no, there's like six people. Well, six of those people looking at you right now could kill you yep. without a second <laughs> thought. And the other ones are distracting you, so. Yep. Well, and she was like, oh, the loud ones were distracting me. I was like, yeah, Frankie could probably fight you fairly easily. I mean, sure, Zoro is definitely the main threat here. Yeah, We don't know how many cyborg think Maybe she has machine gun arms, too. Yes. I'm just saying, I could believe either way on Frankie. Yeah, that's fair. I, but, I, but Frankie is a fight. Usopp would win. I don't know how, but he yes. would. But she doesn't need to know. She doesn't necessarily know that. And that would defy science. So I understand why <laughs> other Vegapunk would not, also not know that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I did I did really like the you know, like, what do you mean? They're surrounded. And uh, I also like the idea of, no, that it would have been funny of like, not just... No, those are the Straw Hat Pirates. They can murder you. No, those are the Straw Hat Pirates. They own jack shit. <laughs> they have their boat, which is admittedly really nice. Yeah, that was that's and a that's real good about boat. it. To be fair, if someone could build a better boat, though, it would be Vegapunk. So, uh, yeah, I said if. I feel like at, after a point, it wouldn't be a boat anymore. <laughs> if that makes any sense, no, he would build a spaceship. And yeah, or like he, you know, he would build a submarine, yeah. like Law has, or you know, some like it would be a ship. It would be a ship, I, not a boat. Anymore. I understand what you are saying. They got they have some good stuff though. They got some rope poneglyphs on there. I know they have some good stuff, but like I'm, I'm aware swords. Nami. <laughs> I'm aware Nami is in love with money, but they don't have a ton of treasure. They have not looted anyone recently. Yeah. That is definitely true. They did not take all of Kaido's. Mostly they liberate nations now and therefore don't take the wealth. Yes. Of the pirates they defeated because it is war goods. Yeah. But 
Uh, that, you're right. That would also be funny. Yeah. And then I, I like the other stuff with Luffy and Bonnie. I like the reveal that Kumo is Bonnie's dad. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, that implies some relationship stuff that I think we should have that should have come up, but it still can, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. It also still might not be literal father. That could be true, but even so. I mean, it definitely could or it could not, like... It, that seems like she should have some sort of relationship with the Revolutionary Army. Then again, maybe their rule is no telling your kids, because Luffy didn't know. Yeah. But also, Luffy just didn't know who his dad was, and still doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, so I want, or if it was a thing of, maybe it was don't tell your kids, or maybe it was, uh, he kind of wasn't allowed to because he had been turned into the pacifista before meeting Vegapunk, or not meeting meeting Vegapunk, but... I can imagine that that is weird and convoluted. Yeah. But Bonnie does have age powers, so... Y- yeah. A- anyway. Yeah, I don't know. The, like, hologram stuff didn't do a lot for me, to be honest. That's why I thought this was a little weaker. But like I, I said, you. still a lot of good in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely still enjoying it. And it's super weird to me that Rob Lucci and crew seem to be the villain that's going to end up with the most screen time in One Piece. Probably not literally, but in terms of number of times they show up. Yeah. Just because, like, that is the first group of villains to me that are just like, eh, they're okay. Yeah. I liked... Yeah, you're right. It's kind of that's I really my liked, favorite arc in One Piece. Yeah, I was like, I really like. Eh, they're okay. Yeah, like uh, Rob Lucci in particular does nothing for me. Yeah, it's just kind of like you know, I'm Rob Lucci. I, he's just kind of there, like yeah. the entire arc until like the final battle, and where he's like, he now maybe, I turn into a tiger, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah. So, so that's just an interesting thing. It makes sense given their position in the story, mm-hmm. but. You know, I prefer Crocodile, who it does seem, in fairness, is going to have a big role to play coming up. Yeah, but, he has also shown up. And probably, I'm not counting Buggy as a villain anymore, I realize when I say this. Yeah. So, uh, Buggy will end up with more screen time, and that makes sense. He was basically the first villain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, whenever they show up, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not like, oh, shit, it's Crocodile, or oh, yeah, and Nell's going to do a thing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I guess they're in this story still. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say on One Piece? Nope. That brings us to My Hero Academia number 369, A Chain of Events Across the Ages, which I think is trying to explain this new power deck you has and make it seem really cool to me. Yeah, I liked... Emphasis on the word trying. Try, yeah, yeah. I Like, I liked the the thing about them being quirks. Like, I've always liked that about My Hero, the fact that, you know, like, uh, these powers are stupid. Like, yep, <laughs> it's how you use them. You know, sure, All for One has been assembling a bunch of powers to make, you know, like, actual super-powered people versus apparently the second's quirk or the fifth's or whatever was like, yeah, I can a- accelerate, like, soda cans really fast <laughs> or, you know, like, throw small rocks really fast. Like, cool story, bro. Hey, that makes you a horror movie monster in some horror movies. Yeah. I do like him using it to like slow down his momentum and yeah. being able to like break the laws of physics. That's something very difficult to convey in manga, though, and I don't think it succeeds particularly well. No, he I, he kind of does have to explain what he's doing, which kind of sucks. Yeah, and like that's like all of this chapter to me. Is yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of cool ideas here, but they're not executed nearly as well as I want. I do kind of like the idea of Deku working all his powers together. It makes a lot of sense since he was the guy who like was always like, oh, this is how you would use this quirk. Yeah. But like because of how quickly they ended up being revealed back to back, it doesn't feel like a synthesis of putting a bunch of stuff together so much as it just feels like him having a bunch of stuff now. Yeah. Which has been my complaint about My Hero for a little while now. Yeah. I 
I don't know that I necessarily wanted it to be super slow, but just a bit more of like like him learning Black Whip was about the pace that I wanted the other ones to show up. Yeah, or like even like Fujin is a really good reveal. I like that one pretty well. And like Danger Sense is a simple enough power. I I have also read Spider-Man comics, yes, so I'm fine with that one. But like it's more of them all coming together now. Like I wish they had each gotten a, A not even an arc, but a point where like this is it and now this is him putting them together. Yeah. My hero is clearly not over yet. Yeah. Clearly there's going to be two or three more big fights, but... Yeah. Even so, I, I yeah, on this, yeah, is what I ended up feeling at the end. That's fair. Anything else you want to say about my hero? Nope. Uh, next up, we have Akanabanishi story thirty-three, a place of learning. Yeah, what did you think on Akanabanishi this week, Kevin? I sort of liked it. Like, I definitely like the you know I've been diligently helping out, and uh, the one guy being like, "Oh, cool, keep doing that." You know, huh? What? And then, like, afterwards, she realizes, like, oh, oh, I've been doing everything wrong. I like that realization. It's weirdly mercenary. Like, it's a weird lesson to teach a kid, but it's also one I think is important. Yeah. It was a thing one of my senseis senseis used to say all the time was, no, steal everything. Like, that's the idea. Oh, you're going to a seminar to learn from another guy? Steal everything. Yeah. And, like... It's very oddly relatable of like, if you're just, if you're working a menial job, it's real easy to just go in and do the job, but like you can get more out of it if you put effort in, which is difficult, which is why most people don't. But I think, like I said, it's a weirdly good lesson. Yeah. And I I just resonated a lot with Mm -hmm. it. That's totally fair. Is there anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. That'll take us to Sakimoto Days, Days 90. I didn't write down the title for some reason. Uh, Anyway, I thought this chapter was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I, again, I don't super love this villain, but his motivation here is interesting, and the ending shot, so to speak, is really, really good. Yeah, uh, definitely really good. A little disappointed in the reveal on like the main on the aunt of the girl, but yeah, like we were setting it up, and like I expected it to be something like this, but it wasn't like oh no, so- if only Sakamoto got the chance to tell her, this would all be better. Nor was it like oh, this is super interesting. Mm-hmm. I did kind of like the reveal that the sensei lady and uh, database were the only two people to like essentially survive something in the past. Well, it wasn't survive something. I think like they were the only two to graduate their year or they were the only two to not go into whatever the other group. I forget the name of it now. See, I took it as they all died. And I don't think it was like the way I said it makes it sound like I thought there was an event or something that killed them all, which I think is mostly just assassinating killed them all. Yeah. But I got that like village in the mist feeling of them of yeah like we were the uh, yeah it was we were the only two who made it through this yeah and like we need to change this because this is obviously not yeah no i i definitely had that feeling as well and i don't necessarily think it was one thing but maybe one thing killed most of them and then the rest slowly got picked off yeah sort of the feeling i got or maybe the other way around of like their their class had been slowly being whittled down just because yeah. they're assassins and then one big event wiped most of the rest of them out. Yeah, yeah, either way. Mm. But yeah, I liked it more than most chapters of Sakimoto Days and that's been better of late, I yeah. think. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That takes us to Elusive Samurai chapter 81, Bushido 1335. What did you think on Elusive Samurai this week, Kevin? I'm still really liking Elusive Samurai. I'm liking this is a pretty good bouncing back and forth between these fights. I really like the bit with the kid fighting the one guy who's like, you know, ha ha, I, I have the advantage. And uh, 
the the other guy turning it around and the kid just being like, oh man, this is fun. <laughs> well, yeah, he proved he's a good mobile suit pilot by kicking him. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, <laughs> a combo move. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows how to re-up and do pickups. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm very impressed with its ability to move between fights in a satisfying way. Mm-hmm. We're wrapping up most of them. Yeah, but this has been fun, like, bouncing back and forth between these fights, you know, and it's also, this is kind of weird in the fact that these fights are actually ending with all of these people dying. Yeah. Again, it's the, I like... I wonder how much, it's weird how much effort got put into them, given that this is going to be their fate, right? Yeah. Because it's a thing where, in a normal manga, you probably wouldn't kill most of these characters. You might kill one. But because he's based on this is based on history, ostensibly. If these people yeah. all died, I understand not wanting to change that. But they've been recently introduced, so yeah. it feels odd. It feels odd, but I don't dislike it. No, me neither. I mean, how else would you do these characters in this manga yeah. with this town? I remember we had the thing with uh, Eyeball and Ears guy where we were like, oh, so they're going to die in this battle? Like, <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's that weird setup thing of they feel like they should have died ages ago and are fine. Yep. And- Uh, Whereas these guys feel like they're important and big and they're being killed off immediately. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I enjoy it, though. We also might not kill off all of them. I'm expecting at least some of them will survive, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm betting the commander chick is going to survive. Even the one that the two boys are fighting might live. Yeah, those are the two I would put the most stock on. I feel like one more should live also, but I don't know who, and we're low on one more to survive. Anything else you want to say on Elusive Samurai? Nope. That takes us to Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 127, Lance Crown, Dot Barrett, and the Oldest Son. I really like the comedy in this chapter. Yeah. It felt like a, a nice throwback. I love like, oh my God, please help us with this keys. Like, I thought you might need help with that. It needs of no use. Yeah, that was that was really great with like, all right, surely with the three of us. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the fight is just typical shonen stuff, though. And yeah. like, I liked some of the but like this feels like one of the weakest Mashal fights so far, and I've been down on kind of all of them. Yeah, that and Zero, I think is his name, beating up the two. Like, yep, I knew that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. I was half expecting him to do the, I'm going to call it the Goku move of, uh, oh, so you made it past one of my brothers. Here's a sensu bean. Or, you know, like, <laughs> or like, I'll fight you with one hand behind my. Well, because he, it's, it's well, his thing he at the wanted, end is like, oh, I couldn't use my full strength. I couldn't use my full strength. So I kind of was expecting him to be like, all right, rest up. What? I'm going to fight you at full strength. You know, yes, I'm I'm the end boss sitting at the end of the room, but I don't want to have to deal with you when you're at half power and no consumables. Like, you know, here's I'll safe wait for point. your healer to get here. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the safe point. Let's go. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Mashal? Nope. That takes us to Aliens area number 18. I'm as a, I'm a Tanomi. What's going on in Aliens area, Kevin? You know, I was just thinking about, or I guess not just thinking about, but while I was reading this, I was thinking about, you were talking about how, like, oh, the fights seem really cool and interesting, and uh, this is the second punch that the main character has thrown in its entire run, with, like, the first one being in that first series, and was really cool. Like, I've got the stretchy arm power, and now this is just, like, a regular punch, and now they're going to have a discussion while the place burns to the ground, and I'm like, what happened? Yeah. This, like I said, this manga took a really weird turn, and that it's like let's develop all these secondary characters, which was fine because you need secondary yeah, characters yeah, for yeah. a successful manga. But now we've abandoned them and are going into like this is now a, a manga about talking. Yep, and it's like, but, but you had this cool fight thing 
and apparently people were like, no, and so you you're not doing that anymore, but I don't like the it's not that I don't like a manga about talking, but I don't want my <laughs> well, you I don't want and give it very high reviews. Yeah, I was, but like I I wouldn't want Bakuman to have started as a shonen battle manga <laughs> that suddenly transitions into a talking manga. That does seem like the coup, though, right? You started as this huge battle manga and turn it into a comedy manga. If you can pull that off, it does seem like I mean the that would be lap move. Yeah, also it does seem like you're playing on heaven or hell mode. Yeah, because like this is just kind of, you know, what what was the point of like you said? We spent all this time building these secondary characters. They're not even here. Like we're at not the final battle, but we're like we were at gather the troops. Shouldn't shouldn't they be here? Aren't they part of the one guy's team? Yeah, it seems like a really weird use of what you have. Yeah. Last but not least, we have blue box number seventy two spinning, which felt pretty f for blue box. So still pretty good. Yeah. But- like I said, I didn't really like the cliffhanger last week, but I also don't like how they get out of it. And the Band-Aid scene is very, very cute. Mm-hmm. But again, everything around it is just kind of eh. I liked the idea, the mental image Taki has of the the two things being stirred into the cup and like how he's having been like having this ex- existential crisis. So I liked that bit. And then the fact that he like wakes up more refreshed because he's like starting to think about himself more so not as good as blue box has been but i'm still really liking it yeah anything else you want to say on it nope all righty that will take us into jump card then Jump card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. 19 series until Hunter Hunter returns, and they cancel Super Smartphone, so they keep it at 19. <laughs> but <laughs> what do you have at number 19, Kevin? I have Witch Watch down at number 19. Me too, and I like this like weird subplot they do sometimes more than you. I, like- I literally was like, oh, we're, it's a bunch of... And I, like, I started like kind of flipping through pages. I was like, it's just a bunch of more taught. Nope, don't care, don't care, don't care. Are you excited to start an arc with these characters? Nope, God, no. Nico's here, and this is going to continue. I'm like, uh Maybe Nico will just make us cast a spell so that you can't write speech in the comic. <laughs> Maybe she'll, she'll cast G.I. Joe's issue number 21 on the comic, and... <laughs> So it'll be silent interlude up in here. What do you have at 18, Kevin? Uh, 18 is where I put high school family. I think the he's possessed thing got hit too many times for it to be funny. That That's fair. And I didn't find this chapter particularly funny and ended up ranking it high. I think that's a lot of me not liking other stuff. But also fair. the fact that this guy is a Yu-Gi-Oh is funny to me. You're like, oh, it's just going to be another teen prodigy. And that was not great. But I kind of love the idea of he is a Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, <laughs> that that's great. But like the fact that it was literally like, but he's possessed. Next page. No, seriously, he's possessed. Next page. He's possessed. Like, uh, we can stop it. Like, once maybe twice is funny like like you have the guy call out he's possessed 
and then we find out at the end that he's possessed. It was like, that's actually funny. Cause like I could spend the whole time thinking that he's got like a microphone in his jacket that he's got like, you know, some actual Shogi master is, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to use this kid or like my son to win Shogi matches kind of thing. I get aliens area at 17. Okay. I, what are you doing? Aliens area. That's fair. Maybe he wants to punch out of this and try another manga. I don't know. He's, I don't know. he's a good at drawing guy. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. What do you have at 17, Kevin? 17 is where I put super smartphone. It, this definitely feels like, uh, okay, let's just start throwing stuff at the wall. It doesn't feel like throwing stuff at the wall to me. It feels, but it does feel like, oh no, I'm canceled. I have to. I get, okay, I have to. That's fair. I have to put the accelerator all the way down. Yeah, the foot, and like I don't know what what you should do when your manga gets canceled. I honestly don't because it's super weird. What we've had people act like it didn't get canceled at all, and yep. that's always super weird. We have people who are like just keep going with it, and then it just ends. Yeah, and that's super weird. And then we have people who do like full on acceleration to the, and then you have people who just wrap up the current story. Yeah, and uh, none of it works, and so I don't know if there is a graceful move. So I don't really. In my opinion, I feel that the best ones are the ones that either hyper accelerate stuff right at the end. Like it's one thing if you can wrap up the story and then have a couple more pages of like here's where I wanted to go, kind of thing. But this feels like they activated ludicrous speed <laughs> to try and get to the ending that he wanted, rather than like time skipping his way there essentially you know what i mean yeah, again that, that's a common move too is the time skip too yeah the time skip to the ending which like and then the, the, the characters just tell you the exciting climax like i said i don't think there's a right move no so i don't critique anyone for no these this is absolutely the wrong move though if he doesn't get canceled yeah but, but i can't imagine that which is all to say I have Undead Unluck at 17. Okay. I kind of like the bit about like the helmet origin story. Yeah. On the other hand, I, my one of my favorite sayings is, uh, we don't need an origin story for Han Solo's pants. Yeah. And that's a little bit this. A little and, bit. And like I said, the emotions have just, just feel really weird and off. And I don't much care about Victor as a character. So Fair. Focusing on him is eh. What do you got at 16, Kevin? 16 is where I put me and Robico. Because, like, you know, I had the... And I, I know it's a comedy manga, but I was like, okay, cool. We're having this like heart to heart and she's like struggling. I, you know, there's consequences for this end of the world thing. And then, nope. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mostly agree with you, but I have to put super smartphone here because I, fair. because I, it's where it goes. That's fair. What do you got at 15? 15 is where I put aliens area. Like, you know, like, like we said, where are you going aliens area? I, I don't know anymore. Yeah. And that's where I put me and Robico. So. Okay. What do you got at 14, Kevin? 14 is where I put Black Clover. Yeah, my 14 through 11 is very like, I didn't know what to put here. Yeah, and yeah, I, I kind of had that too. So I was like, Black Clover, it's more training stuff. Uh, okay, it's not bad. This is definitely, a, there's a gap here of, all right, this is fine. Yeah. It's not a bad beat. It's not a good beat. It's yeah. a beat. It and works. I, and I was like, well, this made me laugh, but this was like, yeah, yeah. maybe drawn better. Uh, I got the piece here. Okay. It feels really, really beat chapter, which is odd for the piece, which will usually just like stretch into some philosophical nonsense on yeah. a beat chapter. I had one bit that resonated with me, so I'll talk about okay. it when I put it super higher. fair. I can see that happening and making it put higher. I have no idea what that bit would be. That it did so. not, it did not go much higher, but it went a couple spots higher because you know, like you said, I all right, I this I liked this part 
up. So like, I mean, that's the experience of yep. reading the piece. So it totally checks out. But you know, like, all right, here's my chunk of like, where do these five manga go in the middle? I'm not sure if I want the piece to end soon or if I want it to go on for 400 chapters. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> what do you get at 13, Kevin? 13 is where I put Undead and Unlock. You know, I, I, I did kind of like the moment of like, this was supposed to be for her. Why am I so fucking pissed? Yeah. 13 is where I put High School Family. Like I said, okay. I like the fact that he is a Yu-Gi-Oh. That's kind of funny. Fair. That's just supernatural enough for this setting for me to be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, what do you got at number 12? Uh, 12 is where I put Mission Yozakura. Me as well. Like, I like the the double disguise bit is always fun. Yeah. But, like, the cruise ship, like, fight setup, I don't super love. Like I said, this whole arc is yeah, not it's, my it's favorite. It's fine. I like that they were like, yeah, we made this, uh, we made the anti-brainwashing drug and it didn't work because he's not using the the weird cell thingies to actually brainwash the kids. But, you know, of course, they have a plan for like, all right, so we're going to try this, but Obviously, we have no idea if it works, so if it doesn't, here we go. What do you got at 11, Kevin? Uh, 11 is where I put the piece. Uh, the bit that I really liked mm-hmm. is the one guy being like, yeah, so I copied all of the origamis. Yeah. Well, but we already knew that that was his. No, I sorry. I, uh, the question was, or, is origami the correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was like, you know, I copied all of them, and Fanta was actually the easiest one to copy because I totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just liked the, uh, you know, he's like me, only he's got it worse. <laughs> Uh, 11's wrap up Black Clover. Okay. Can we finish this training arc and get to the next training arc? You know, probably <laughs> needs a training arc too, right? Most of Yuno's training arcs happen <laughs> off screen. Yeah, I think most of everybody else's happen off yes. screen, which makes sense because Astas are the majority of the manga. <laughs> but, uh, what do you got at number 10, Kevin? 10 is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. I, I will. I, you I decided was... to go the other way, and next it'll be Tokyo Demon and you're just Tokyo. Tokyo. <laughs> and then, uh, then Kyo. Yeah, then, then, then Toe. But. I, it was fine. Like I, you know, I liked the demon doesn't understand TV, and then the sisters are playing a prank on her, and they like it backfires, and so like they get both upset at her, but also realize like a bit of this is on us. I'm always a sucker for Tokusatsu stuff too, mm. so that was nice. Remember Zipman? Yeah. Remember when Zipman was good for like five minutes? Yep. Zipman and Alien Area actually have weirdly similar energy. A little bit. Yeah. Where are we? 10. Number 10? I got Jujutsu Kaisen at 10. Okay. I really like the first half of Jujutsu Kaisen with Itadori like, trying to mime stuff to Megumi and be like, I have no idea what you're... Oh, wait! <laughs> <laughs> that, that I absolutely <laughs> loved that part. And then uh, I also really loved the other guy's plan is, oh, well, we're just going to sell Jujutsu to uh, the Americans. And the Americans are going to be like, they got demon oil over in Japan. Yeah, Okay. I love that concept. Basically, the same thing happens in Chainsaw Man, and I cannot wait for the fucking Gun Devil to show up with the uh, like American with uh, America the Beautiful playing behind it in minor key in the Chainsaw Man anime. Um, <laughs> yes, cannot wait for that. I thought this scene in Jujutsu Kaisen was a mess, though. Okay. I love the idea of it, but the blocking seemed super weird. I assumed it was the Japanese Prime Minister at first, but it's the President's like you should kidnap some Japanese people, Mister President. A thing the president can do yeah and like look i also love that death note one shot where donald trump tries to buy a death note so i don't mind japan mocking america again the fact that the gun devil is just like the american mascot and chainsaw man also (laughs) incredible don't get me wrong this just seemed super weird 
Okay. I, I do love the idea of we're going to sell demon oil to the Americans. Yes. Don't get me wrong. But I just thought the execution was really weird and bungled. So, like, I really struggled in where to put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. That, that's fair. Like I said, I really liked it. So, it went quite high for me. What do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put Mashal. Same, actually. Um, all all the, on that joke. Yeah. All on that, that comedy beat was really good. What do you have at number eight? Eight is where I put Ginka and Gluna. I, I I thought this was fine. Like nothing really happened here except the ending where it's like, hey, look, it's a another Ginka clone thingy. I was like, okay, yeah, he found another piece of himself. They're you know they're inside the giant space worm. Yeah, that, that is. This is a very true. moist cave. This isn't a cave. <laughs> yep, strong Star Wars vibes here. <laughs> I got my hero at eight. Okay. I think I made my, my thoughts yeah, on my yeah. hero clear. Some good drawings, but like I don't think it I, I even think it's the right thing to try to do at this point in the story, but yeah, I don't just, think it's executed on quite properly. Yeah, it's my number seven. I completely agree with you. Uh that's where I put Tokyo Demon Bride story. Okay. Yeah, I, I I'm a sucker for Tokusatsu stuff. Yeah, that's fair. What do you got at six? Uh six is where I put a Kanabanashi. You know, like like I said, the lesson about getting more than just what they ask for out of it. Uh, is really good. Yeah. Uh, that's where I put Ginka and Gluna. Okay. I think I I am liking this new female character a bit more, I think, after this. Her backstory is a little generic, but... I So, uh, some of the reason it was kind of down for me is I absolutely loved her when she first came out, and I yeah. still do. Like, I, I'm really... I really like the characters. I just felt like this chapter was just kind of a lot of... Because it was the backstory... I didn't have the awe oh, that, you know, I actually really like this chick. I was just immediately saw her and was like, I really like this rival chick. Like, this is cool. Uh, and I, I like the cliffhanger as well. So. Fair. Uh, what do you got at number five? Five is where I put Sakamoto Days. Sakamoto Days was good. That, that ending shot is really interesting. I kind of like Sakamoto just, you know, like like I expected. Sakamoto pops out of his uh, wife's disguise and is just like, oh, Mr. Sakamoto, you're here now. Like, Yep. <laughs> I got Blue Box at five. Okay. Um, like I said, I thought it was a bit down for Blue Box this week, but okay. still liked it. What do you got at four? Four is where I put the Elusive Samurai. I really like the bouncing back and forth, and these fights have been really cool. I like how some of the kids are, you know, I like how the, how did you block my sword? Well, I saw you couldn't cut through two dudes in body armor, so I thought two swords and a helmet would be enough to stop your sword. Yeah, I really liked that as well. I have it higher. I got one piece at four. Okay. Like I said, I love the Vegapunk stuff. I love them spelling it out. I, I even kind of like CP0 being like, I guess we're going to go kill Vegapunk. Seems like a bad idea to me, but I ain't questioning orders. Yep. I I, uh, I also love Rob Lucci being like, what is any of this? What are we doing? And I, I like <laughs> Kaku being like, nope, shut up. We are taking the money and just doing what they say. Well, I, Rob Lucci, he's like, okay, so Vegapunk split himself into six. And Rob Lucci's like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> I live in the same part of the One Piece world. I did get punched by Luffy one time by his giant fist. But that was an outlier. <laughs> I, can, I can turn into a giraffe man and punch my nose through steel, but... <laughs> What do you got at number three? Three is where I put blue box. Like I said, I really liked the that imagery of the two things stirring into the the cup, and then the uh, the band aid seat is pretty great. And I just like Taiki's feeling a bit of jealousy about the hunk on the basketball team, and he's like, "Well, wait, does she like him? Does she not like him? Does she like me? What what what's going on? Am I allowed to like both of them? What do I do?" Uh, I uh, clearly you get with new hot manager girl and her big bitties. <laughs> Titties for the win. Uh, you know, the the, the old uh, first girl loses wins always loses out too. Yes. 
I got to count a Banishee at three. Okay. Same thing I liked about it as you. I just think I liked it more. Fair. What do you got at number two? Two is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, I really liked the bit of Itadori trying to mime me out and Megumi just being like, what the fuck are you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like having the realization of like, oh, oh, shit. What the hell do we do? Yeah. And then again, I guess I can understand with you talking about, uh, you know, not being blocked correctly, but I absolutely love the idea of his plan is, uh, all right, we're going to the Americans. Hey, they got demon oil in Japan. You should go capture some more Japanese. I also, I just, I don't get the villain's plan in Jujutsu Kaisen at all. Like, I don't, I don't get how this helps him and like, not in a way like, oh, I want to I know what this is. Like I said, and I think also the fact that Chainsaw Man has done very similar things. Mm-hmm in the past also like it's still a good idea don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but i'm comparing it to that where i think it was done better fair um i got sakamoto days at two like okay. the, the ending couple panels are really really good mm-hmm. and there's good fight stuff there too and like i said i like camera guys like motivation of yeah no i just want to film a documentary about this sweet assassin fight that's going on yep i'm not taking the side yep and then uh i have one piece and one I really love the moment where Vegapunk or Lilith is like, or everyone's like, wait, I'm pretty sure Vegapunk is a man and also older <laughs> and like, you don't match him at all. I was like, of course, I'm not the Vegapunk. I'm, you know, Vegapunk too, Lilith the evil. And just like, are you trying to plunder people again? Yeah, we're going to plunder the Straw Hats. No, that is a terrible plan. <laughs> what do you, you mean? Robin got- is like their 12th strongest member out of 10 and she can flatten you right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh you know while you've been listening to the uh the two loudmouths uh those two have uh, been figuring out how to fucking murder you before any of your beasts move and it's like but, but my beasts will kill them it's like they do not care about that they will deal with that after you are dead <laughs> Honestly, that's Zoro a problem for future Zoro. <laughs> that's a problem for future Zoro. And honestly, Zoro could probably just spin around in a circle and murder all of them at once. Yeah, he just has to hold B for a few seconds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got Elusive Samurai at number one. Okay. I really like that kick in the middle. Yeah. Like I said, I'm really impressed by his ability to cut between fights and keep the tension between them. Uh, that's something like e- One Piece is very good at, and it yes. usually does it between chapters even. So that to keep it so rapid fire here is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. All right, that will do it for Shonen Jump this week. We read Bungo Stray Dogs, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So we read Bungo Stray Dogs, which I think is a series people like. I mean, I liked it. Did you did not? Did you? No, I did not okay. like it at all. I thought it was like all the characters seem like often cliche. All of the pacing seems wrong. Every single twist seems like it comes like kind of out of nowhere and it like doesn't click satisfyingly. Except for the like last one in the book, which was set up for half second. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to go with it. But all of the others like, oh, yeah, no, you're a tiger. I'm like, what? Okay. He said he was being hunted by, and I guess I'm okay with a were person seeing like them being hunted, but that didn't seem metaphorical at all. Mm-hmm. I don't care about any of the characters. So when like, they start killing the brother and sister, it just feels like sudden violence. 
Okay. Instead of like, oh no, there's two people. The they don't seem to know what they want to do with this detective agency because the beginning like yeah we deal things with things even the military can't deal with but then they're just being called by civilians and being tricked by them mm-hmm. it just seemed off on like almost every point and swerve and the characters seemed overly quirky in, in that way that like I feel like an amateur doing their first thing might write so they're supposed to actually be like the literary characters from the. Like, uh, there's an afterward in my version where he was basically like, well, what if I took, like, either the writer or the main characters and turned them into sexy teenagers and made a manga about that? Uh, okay, uh, but of what? Like, what is he adapting? I, I do not know but, exactly like, on some of them, but... Because, uh, like, that's the same with Dragon Ball, right? And Journey to the West. And I had never heard of Journey to the West when I started... Well, Even so the uh, Dragon Ball, but so the one guy with perfect deduction is Sherlock Holmes. Okay, like, so they're just like so it's like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Sort of, yeah, but it's like you know, what if they were sexy teenagers? <laughs> sounds like an sounds like an anime. So, and some of these are also Japanese authors, and not yeah, uh, I would imagine most of them. Uh, yeah, there's quite a lot of them that are Japanese authors. Some of them are Western authors. Like I said, the the one guy Sherlock Holmes, and so that I. I think that is cool. I again I miss like some that of the premise. Yeah, like, I I miss some of the references of like, you know, why is this guy why is Dazai a fan of suicide? Was that something that the author struggled with or based on whatever novel it is? Because I know at some point I think he I think they explained their powers more based on the literary work they're from. Like, oh that's the you know, that's this guy from this work or whatever. Yeah, I think that was another problem I had with it. And like it makes sen- more sense when you say it that way, but like it shows all the characters and then it gives like a super flowery literary description of what their powers is mm-hmm. that is completely meaningless and tells you nothing. And I'm usually a person who loves when that shows up in like Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. I love the like dumb paragraph long epitaphs you get under Zelda bosses yeah. explaining their deal in a way that makes no sense. But this is all just like this is meaningless. Like this is not even a good metaphorical description of their powers other than this guy who's just got super deduction. That might as well just been like, a, well, he's like Cyclops, eye lasers, and everybody else is Wolverine. They're the best they are. There isn't what they do, and what they do isn't very nice, only not as well-written as that. Gotcha. So I, I actually, I again, I've seen the anime, so the, the pacing is probably a little different, but... They explain a lot of the powers. but So, like, Dazai's is no longer human. He can negate other people's special powers by touch. The one chick, thou shalt not die, she can heal any wound that she has caused. And she's the group's healer. So, this is the crazy thing that she does. So, what she has to do is make the whatever wound you've taken worse. And and then then she she heals it. it. So, like, the idea is, like, oh, you got a cut? Cool. Let me make a bigger one and then I can fix it. So, like... There's there's one scene where she's literally got a chainsaw and is coming after the uh one of the characters of like all right cool you got you got injured pretty bad time to get healed let let, let me be clear I don't dislike the powers I okay. dislike these super literary like descriptions of them and how when we're introduced to a bunch of the characters that's literally all we get is yeah. a picture of them and a power over them that just makes them feel like I'm selecting them for my party and doesn't give any character to them 
And I feel like all of the writing beats are done really poorly. Like, okay. Genuinely. Like, they're immediately like, hey, uh, oh, by the way, no reason for me to tell you this, but if you see this guy fucking run and then that guy immediately shows up, yeah. it just seems incredibly clunky. And like, every bit seems that way to me. Okay. Of just like real, like I said, it seems amateurish. But the art doesn't, although I don't think the art is, like, the art isn't good, but it's not good in a way that this person could be great in five years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that the drawings aren't good. It's that the sequenti- the sequentiality of them okay. doesn't work out properly. But that's something that you learn by practicing, and, like, the best way to practice is to get a manga like this. Yep. I could believe that improves by the time this series is over, even. Mm-hmm. But the writing, like I said, just seems really amateurish. It seems real, like, set up something, immediately knock it down. There's okay. no time for any of it to breathe, in my opinion. Like Fair. the fact that he's a were tiger doesn't seem set up well to me at all. I, I get what he's going for, like the idea of like, oh, I'm being hunted by this beast. The beast is myself. Mm-hmm. But again, it doesn't really seem set up properly. I never, for a second, got that vibe until suddenly it was, oh, he's the tiger. Okay, and I was like, what? Well, okay, the powers are all like high level. And again, I love Hunter Hunter, so mm-hmm. not against that on the surface of it but like there's not one that seems grounded mm. other than being a were tiger which is like not a beneficial power for him and i i get that's the point yeah and like also they're none of the characters have good protagonist energy in my opinion like the yeah, main character seems like he's just like being swept up on this and has no agency at all mm-hmm. and then the like guy who can negate powers that's not a great power for a main character to have yeah oh, but uh, to be fair he doesn't seem like he's supposed to be the main character no. but he also seems like super mary sueish of oh i just want to die oh also i'm awesome and can come in and solve any problem mm-hmm. and it like i said all of it seems off to me i got you like fr- from every building block this is like if I was teaching how to write comics, I might hand this to somebody as an example of what not to do. Um, okay. And not like in a, oh, it'll be obvious, but in a way of like, hey, we can go through this and learn all of the mistakes that were made. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, there are a lot of teachables in this, mm-hmm. but like, I did not enjoy going through it at all. Okay. Anything you want to say about it? No, I think I said everything I wanted to say about it. That will bring us into personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality Power Level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top, we have Homura Akemi. I'm running out of things to say about her that aren't spoilers. Go watch Madoka, though. It's on Netflix, probably. Mm-hmm. At the bottom is Koku from Flamereka. He sucks. In the center, we have me being unable to do simple math. Tenya Ida. He's from My Hero Academia. Remember yep. when Ida was a character in My Hero Academia, Kevin? Yep. Who do we want to add from this? Pro- probably at Atsushi, I didn't look yep. at his last name. Don't remember if he has one or not. Atsushi Nakajima. Like I said, I don't think he's particularly good. I feel like he's just swept up through the... No, he definitely is. Uh, like, Yo from Shaman King is where my fair mind goes. I like Yo more. This might be a better character. What do you think? I think he's a bit better than Yo. Okay, I would put him below both Cypher and Shiva from... I cannot think... Some Cypher. I cannot yeah. think of that. Oh boy, now we're in the section of uh, characters I have not written down what series they're from yet and do not recognize. I don't think he's as good as the rival from Slam Dunk, Kaede Rukawa. No. <laughs> what a wild thing. I don't think he's as good as Teya from Yu-Gi-Oh, but I'm willing to uh, defer to you on that if you think he's better than Teya slash Anzu. No, She does a friendship <laughs> drawing one time. I want to put him below Sora from the Kingdom Hearts manga, but Sora from the Kingdom Hearts manga is pretty bad. Yeah. All right. So we'll put him above then? Yeah. Atsuji Nakajima will go at number 147. 
above Sora from King- the Kingdom Hearts manga and below Anzu from Yu-Gi-Oh. And that will do it for this week. What are we going to read next week, Kevin? So I was thinking in honor of Hunter Hunter coming back to jump that we read the next volume of Hunter Hunter, which I believe is volume two. Yeah. That clown guy going to show up? Probably. Yeah. So there you go. Spooky clowns. What if Frieza was the Joker? It would be pretty good, it turns yeah, out. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's always fucking awesome. Would be pretty good, it turns <laughs> out. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games. It's a Gundam is going through the Gundam 00 movie right now, so if you like Contact but wish it was a worse movie and had Gundams in it, you should check that out. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.